Trout goes back on the IL, and Shohei Otani has a torn UCL. Anybody that says that this team is cursed, I don't believe them. I think this team has demons, Johnny. We got to talk it through. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Bunches. You can download the Bunches app today, and when you do, Our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click on the description below, and you can get into the Bunches community today. Thank you for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, Locked On Everydayers, we have a fan mail Friday coming up, and I'm sure you have a lot of questions for us, so we'd love to get your questions whether that's through social media at Locked on Angels or at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. You can also give us a call on our voicemail line, which is in the episode description below. So we'd love to hear from you, especially given the news, Mike, that we got right after game two of the doubleheader. Uh, in hindsight, like none of what happened yesterday with that stupid doubleheader even matters in right. light of this news. But we got the breaking news that Mike Trout is going back on the I.L., that one I'm not too concerned about because it's just a matter of does he feel good? No? Okay, then there's no reason to push him to come back. But the big news here is that Shohei Otani has a, a UCL tear. Um, he's not going to pitch the rest of the year. They're going to look for a second opinion on that. But it's a, it's a UCL tear, very similar to what happened to him in 2018 when he first came over. Mike, talk about what happened yesterday when he went out there on the mound. Yeah, he was uh, he looked great in the first inning against the yeah. Reds in game one. He struck out two batters, and then his first at-bat, his first pitch, he hits a two-run home run, crushes yeah. a bomb, <laughs> and then takes the Major League home run lead back and runs around the bases and kind of does his, I'm not going to high-five you guys, I'm going to relax in the dugout moment. And so Ipe puts the hat on, and it was kind of a fun moment. And then he went back out there and he was two and two on the first batter and then kind of motioned to Ipe and to Phil in the dugout and locked on every day or Cope was there. He texted me and he was like, oh no, Shohei's going out. And, and so they, they talked to him. It was a real quick conversation. Nevin just put his hand on his shoulder and, and he left. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, Perry Manassian said in his press conference last night that Shohei said, hey, something in my elbow just doesn't feel right. And so took him out of the game. It's also why they took him out as a hitter. Mm-hmm. And he got some imaging done in between games. They found a tear. They are going to get a second opinion. But, Johnny, what I loved about what Manassian said and amongst all of this terrible news is he said Shohei just didn't look like he was shaken at all. He just mm-hmm. took the news. And then he said to Perry, he goes, are you okay with me playing? <laughs> yeah. Can I play tonight? <laughs> right. And he went one for five in that second game. We'll talk yeah. about that game. But – Johnny Perry's words were were exactly this. He wanted to play. He loves to play, enjoys this game. He enjoys this place and he enjoys his teammates. And uh, you could see it when he went back out there and he was laughing and giggling with LA de la Cruz. And this, this really is devastating, right? I mean, Shohei Otani is the best player I've ever seen play. And really have enjoyed him on the angels. And I have a sense in my heart before all of this happened that, 
he was probably going to come back. There's just a, a gut feeling and a lot of our watch, uh, a lot of our viewers and listeners that are from Japan or live in that world, they have said often, like, I just don't think he's going anywhere, guys. And and it's, you know, kind of kind of feeds the, yay, I, I don't want him to go anywhere, right? right? This actually just changes the whole direct, uh, trajectory of what happens this offseason, right? Like, what does this mean for his free agency, John? Yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it because, you know, we found this news out, like, gosh, like 20 minutes ago. Um my reaction is, is Mike, you know, 2018, he got the news and hit the very next night. And I believe he hit a home run the very next night. And yeah. and that was huge. And, and so when it comes to this, I mean, obviously he was well enough to hit in the next game and, and they don't know if it's going to need surgery yet. They're not that far along yet, yeah. but here's, here's the thing. I, my gut reaction is that it would affect his contract and whatever money is going to be coming his way come free agency, but the guy's going to bounce back. Yeah. And I think that he's going to bounce back just fine. And I think that people will pay for the year of no pitcher Otani number one, because it gives them the opportunity to kind of adjust their lives around what Otani brings to their team. Hmm. Number two, Mike, he, yes, he, he didn't pitch in 2019, 2020 was kind of a wash. He wasn't, he clearly wasn't ready. So maybe it will be more than a year. Maybe it'll be a year and a half, two years. But I still think people are going to pay for that. They're still going to pay for that arm. They're going to pay for what he did in 2021 and 2022 and 2023. Otani is the best he's ever been. And that came after his first UCL injury. And it came after Tommy John surgery. Now, if he needs a second Tommy John, then that would be concerning. But... I mean, he's he's rubber band man. He's yeah. he's gonna bounce back. Yeah. And I just think that yes, I think people are gonna be cautious about this, but also at the same time, you kind of know that that's always going to be uh, a worry when it comes to Shohei Otani. He's just been so good about taking care of himself and so good about uh, you know being clear on when he can go and when he can't go and things like that. And, and, and that's the other thing to this whole element is the fact that like what he was dealing with before this injury was like hand cramping, yeah. fingernail issues. Those are, those are like minor compared to this. And, and I've already started to see the comments of, well, the angels ruined him and that's yeah. They, they let Otani be Otani. Right. And that's the risk that you run when you let Otani be Otani. And you know what? I'd say it paid off in 2021. He's the MVP. 22 should have had MVP. Sure. 2023, he's going to be MVP. Like, you let Otani be Otani, and it paid off. And yeah. he got to do everything he wanted to do. And if he goes to another team and he can't be fully himself, I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, like I don't think anybody I, – I, people are going to try to blame him or they're going to try sure. to blame the angel. Like, it just happened. Like, it yeah. just happened. And And – they were all cruising right along. There was no indication that this was going down until there was some, some ar from arm fatigue today. Yeah, Perry said that in the press conference last night. He said that uh, all of the issues that he's had prior to this were just Shohei communicating with the team. Hey, here's here's how I feel. Here's what's going on. It was right. just cramping. Uh, there was about four or five of the same question. Like, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? And Perry's like, no, we didn't know. And he said, in the last three years, we've built trust. We trust him. Yeah. He trusts us. 
And, and Perry Manassian, I know he's part of the Angels organization, and I know it's easy to say, oh, he's part of the bad guys, right? But I, I think the guy is being honest with us. I don't think that he's trying to fluff it up. And I think that what we've seen with Shohei Otani with the Angels in particular is that they have trusted him and they have listened to him. And they said, here's what's going to happen. Here's what we're going to do. And, and does that fit, you know, and he's been like, here's what I want to do. Here's, here's how I want to move forward. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I actually think that this will make the free agency time really, really interesting. I wonder if it affects his years. I wonder if it affects his money. The reality is, is I don't think Shohei cares about the money because he's making money hand over fist with all of the things that he's doing right outside of baseball. I actually think John, and again, I'm, I'm an, I'm an angel Homer. I'm, I have bias here. But I actually think that this actually benefits the Angels more than it does any other team because mm-hmm. the Angels have built a really great relationship with him. Yeah. The Angels have really honored him, and and they've built great trust with him. They know how and to I, take care of this kind of thing because they've been through yeah. it with him before. And, yeah. and I think that, that that actually puts a check mark in the Angels category. And quite honestly, this is why you don't trade him. And, and I know mm. that people are like, now, see, you should have traded him because you could have got this and this and this. Two things. One, there is no guarantee you're going to get a big old haul. And what we're hearing through the rumor mill is that people weren't offering a big old haul. If they wanted to trade him, it probably should have been last year. But I'm so thankful they didn't because I really have enjoyed watching this guy. And he has brought eyes to the product in Anaheim and he's put butts in the seats. And it's mm-hmm. been fun to go to a game and watch him pitch and watch him hit. It's been so exciting. And I've really enjoyed that. And, and I think the other reason why you don't trade him is because you've built a relationship with him. Yeah. And if you did trade him, he's probably not coming back. And can you imagine if this happened and he was traded and he's on a different team? Like, right. he's not even built trust. He would only have been with that team for just a couple of weeks, less than a month. And so this happens, that would have been devastating for that team and it would have been devastating for Shohei. Plus, he's not around the people that he's built relationships with. So I think this actually benefits the Angels in maybe trying to get him back. And quite frankly... I would take Shohei the hitter without him pitching all day, every day. <laughs> still, yeah, seriously, <laughs> man. Know? Like, seriously, like still doing, you know, incredible things at the dish. And and obviously, like he's leading the MLB in home runs again after yesterday. And, uh, and that's all of MLB, not just yeah. the AL. And yeah. so, you know, he's he's still batting 300 and he's still doing everything right. And, and honestly, like if that's your full-time DH, I mean – Dodgers had JD Martinez be a full-time DH this year. Yep. And, and so like, yep. that's, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, he's still doing everything right uh, when it comes to the field. So we'll keep you guys posted on anything new that comes out, uh, obviously. Um, and again, Mike Trout also going back to the IL. Yeah. That sucks. It, I mean, he just came back, but obviously not ready. And John, so it's, I mean, it's, the reality is, is the angels just need to you like take, take some truth serum here and realize like they're out of this thing. And yeah. so like, like if they're going to give these guys time off, let's give these guys let's time off. It, let's do it right. Especially with, with Shohei Otani. Like if he's back in the lineup, awesome. It'll be great to see him. But quite frankly, like the, the dude deserves a week off yeah. because he's been carrying this team and Mike Trout, like don't rush him back. He's getting older. And I just think it would be, it's pointless. There's no reason to no. have these guys in the lineup anymore they're out of this thing and they have to accept that exactly hey uh the angels are back at it friday at 4 10 pacific time they're actually going to be in new york at the mets it's going to be a, a fun time we we haven't seen the mets this year um you can catch every pitch of the angels hometown broadcast on sirius xm all you got to do is search angels coming up on lockdown angels we're going to talk about that double header yesterday and what the heck do the halos do with anthony 
Rendon. We're going to talk about that coming right up. Today's show is brought to you by Bunches. Bunches is a new app built for sports fans like you and me, where we can chat about sports in real time. You can download the Bunches app today. And when you do, our friends at Bunches have a featured locked on MLB bunch. All you got to do is click the discover tab and you can go there. Now you can connect with other baseball fans. You can chat about your favorite team. You can keep up with all the latest baseball news. I'm sure that Shohei Otani conversation is popping off in that Bunches tab right now bunches is a place where sports fans chat especially sports fans who are locked on everydayers and so if you are one i'd love to see you there in our bunches tab talking about the halos and how heartbroken we've been because of the news of Shohei Otani and then Mike Trout going back on the IL. If you have questions about today's episode or comments about today's episode, you can go to the Bunches app and you can chat about it there. Download the Bunches app right now so that you can chat about your favorite team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Lockdown Everydayers, don't forget to send in your questions. For Fan Mail Friday, you can also give us a call, 714-409-6396. Leave us a 30-second voicemail so that we can make sure we get it on the show. And that's going to be happening on tomorrow's show. Fan Mail Friday, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Don't forget the Angels are back at it on Friday. Of course, they are playing the Mets at 410 Pacific Time. And you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Mike, the the doubleheader yesterday was just a day full of of misery. Yeah. Um, You know, of course, you had that start from Otani that was cut short, and it got you really worried. Anderson had to come in, and I said, don't worry, everyone. Anderson's pitching. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I I feel like the only bright spot was the fact that Nolan Shanuel got on base eight times uh yesterday and, right. and what was the stat here nolan shanuel is the first angels player to hit safely in each of his first six career games since david Eckstein's franchise record nine game hit streak in 2001 there's a name you want to be connected to <laughs> heck yeah look uh, i said it before and i'll say it again he's he's going to add power but man yeah. he has been working walks and getting great base hits and Things like that, and and again, he was on base eight times over the course of that doubleheader yesterday. But they, yeah. they they of course lost both games. That second game they lost seven to three. Had Detmers on the mound, Mike. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, Reed. It was a mid start, John. Like it was just it was like yeah. Meh, there he is, and you could tell that it wasn't going to go well, and it was because of what we talked about yesterday, John. We talked about. Reed Detmer's velo and and how it needed to be in a certain area in order for him to really control his pitches. Now mm-hmm. I know that on one of his sliders he did strike out a guy and it made it made Twitter and everybody was freaking out about how great of a slider it was. Johnny, it was eighty nine miles an hour, and yeah. and when it's eighty nine miles an hour, he's not controlling it well. He's mm-hmm. not able to get a good shape out of it. And when it's around eighty five, eighty six, it actually has a whole lot more effectiveness. And Reed didn't have that last night, Johnny, with his fastball, with his curve. Or with his slider. Did you see the velocity ticked up, like back to where it was before that yep. Texas start? Yeah, yep. I was trying to look at the numbers on Baseball Savant and just follow each of his pitches. And yeah, it seemed like everything was kind of back to where and it was. here's how you know, not just with velocity that, that, that it was up. Here's how you know it was up. Three strikeouts. He wasn't getting a lot of swings and misses. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the only three strikeouts. And then seven hits. When he gets hit a lot, 
he's not going to be able to last. And he threw right. 94 pitches through five innings. And then in the games where he's getting those swings and misses and when he has good command, he actually is able to go deeper, which is interesting. I'm getting a lot of swings and misses, but I'm able to go deeper into games. And it's because he's not, He's not getting contact, and and they're not getting hits off of him. He's they're not actually, extending the inning. And, exactly, yeah. that's not what's taking place, and so uh, not much not much good to talk about. Although we have committed to looking for some of the good. You mentioned Nolan Chanuel, which was great to see him come through, and I, I love his bat, and I you know I, I hate it, but it's it's that time of year, John. So let me just make that announcement right now. <clears throat> Time to let the kids play. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, yeah. How many last years in a row years, we said that? For the yeah. last 10 years, we've been saying that. No kidding. Um, and speaking of the kids, I, I know that he gets some grief uh, from Angel fans, and he's gotten some grief from us, but 26-year-old Louis Renjifo actually looked great as a cleanup hitter in that second game. The guy had a, a, a big hit, RBI single, scored two runs. He also walked three times That's in this the game. difference. That's why Renjifo has turned it around a lot since the beginning of this year, and even going back to last year. He's taking walks, man. He's yeah. not he's not swinging and missing at junk. He's actually getting on base and doing his job. And it was that sort of thing that he wasn't doing in the past. And and if he can just continue to add walks to his game, then I think Renhifo is a, a serviceable yeah. role player at the end yeah. of the day. John, I, I know with all of the information with Shohei and with with Mike, a lot of the uh, layered conversation kind of goes away, which might be good for the angels right now. They, they don't need to have people like talking about the big mistakes that they have made as, as a team. But also <laughs> when you look at the front office, as much as we were excited about them going all in, John, the players that they've acquired, try to go all in and contend before yesterday's game, their numbers are terrible. Why don't you share some of those? Yeah. You look at uh, Escobar's season, Throughout this year, a 64 OPS plus, CJ Crone a 54 OPS plus, Grichik 42 OPS plus, and and Giolito he's had a 667 ERA since joining. Um, I understand these are very small windows compared to the rest of the season, but Mike Grichik's average has dropped 30 points. Yeah, since coming over here, Crone yeah. is hurt, and and somebody somebody tweeted at us and I think said like I'm I'm convinced that the trades did the angels in hmm. and, and I pushed back on that because it's like, okay, if you don't trade for, if you don't trade for Grichuk, then who are you running out in place of Taylor Ward? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. if, are you going to be satisfied with, you know, a third baseman in Eduardo Escobar every single day over there right. Right. and, and not Mike Mustafa, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just, they had to do what they had to do. It would have been a repeat of last year, John is what would have happened. You would have had Renjifo around the outfield. You would have had a Jose Rojas or a Juan Lagares. That would have been a repeat of last year, which is why I'm glad that Perry went and made those trades, but John, the results, like, yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened. The only, <laughs> the only good one, the, the demons haven't been exercised <laughs> in, in Anaheim, right? The only good one here, uh, Ronaldo Lopez, 1.86 ERA. He's at yeah. a half uh, uh, fan graphs war. Uh, Dominic Leone has had a, a 312 ERA since coming over. Mike Moustakis, uh 104 OPS plus. Right. And obviously he's had God some, bless Mike some very, <laughs> some very clutch hitting. <laughs> well, and, and, he adds a value that's unseen by yeah. play by uh, not players by the fans. He adds a value to the players that's unseen by the fans, and I think that was important. But um, I mean, gosh, w what else can you do? You you go out and replace the pieces that you need, and yeah. by all accounts, you look back at the season these guys 
we're having. And you're like, yeah, that's fine. Like Escobar doesn't need to play every day, but at least he can fill a role. And the guy swinging at junk and striking out and popping right. out. And it's just like, who, who are you? Like, right. It, what a waste. And and then Randall Grichuk, who's tearing it up and, and not just at Coors Field, but tearing it up all season long and his hitting with runners in scoring position has, has done nothing of that. That that's that strikeout to finish the second game with that slider away. I just, I literally went, what a loser. Like it's just <laughs> like the most pathetic thing yeah. I've seen. And it's not like they were going to come back from a seven, three deficit, but at the same time, it was just so non-competitive in that at bat. And, and that to me, Mike is really what sums up these angels versus the versus the reds. I, before our breaking news, I recorded a locked on post game now that said the, the reds are everything that the angels are not. They're yep. young. They're exciting. Right. They make contact. They steal bases. They take walks. They hit clutch home runs when you need them. They, they are aggressive and, and they had the angels looking over their shoulder every single time somebody was on base and yep. they were inside the head of the pitcher 90% of the time. Yep. And, and, and that is just everything that the Reds are is what the Angels aren't. And and so I was just sitting there being jealous the whole time. And and the truth is, is like we do have young, exciting guys coming up and, and playing like Nolan Shanuel. We'll have Zach Neto. We've got Logan O'Hoppy, obviously. And then some of the pitching guys that we're excited about. But man, it just <laughs> as far as what, when you look at these two teams and the differences between them, it was uh, it was very apparent on Wednesday night. Locked on Angels is brought to you by Sleeper on the Sleeper app. You can swing for the fences with up to 100 times on payouts. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like and decide if they're going to overperform or underperform in their stat categories like home runs, strikeouts, and hits. And if you get your picks right, you could actually win big. And Sleeper works quickly too. Entries can be made in 30 seconds or less, and there's a saft, uh, a, a, a safe and fast withdrawal in all payouts. Like you always do that. I do that all the time. <laughs> I'm dyslexia. Try that again. There's a safe and fast withdrawal and all play. Uh, I can't even say it now. Payouts. <laughs> download. You got me messed up. Download the yeah, Sleeper app up. today. They will not mess you up. It's actually a whole lot of fun. You, when you do download it, you can use our promo code locked on at sign up and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. So download Sleeper today. All right, Michael, we got to have this chat. Yeah. Because I feel like. Number one, I really want to set the record straight here. And number two, we got to talk about Rendon. Yeah. Anthony Rendon has been out since uh, uh, it went from um, current era or before current era to current era or BC to AD, right? It just feels like (laughs) he's been out forever. Phil Nevin actually was asked about him and if he's improving. He said it depends on which day you ask him. It comes and goes. He hasn't done any on-field work, and it's unclear if he's progressed at all and it's also worth noting and this came from sam blum that the angels compared rendon's injury to that of jesse chavez former angel now with the braves i think he's with the braves right now um but he's been out since mid-june and he's progressing to a return he recently found out jesse chavez that he had a micro fracture in in his leg rendon hasn't been diagnosed with that in fact and again per sam blum just to be clear no one's preventing anthony rendon uh from talking to anybody other than Anthony Rendon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not already, it's not the angels. It's not a coaching thing. He just doesn't want to. And there hasn't been a diagnosis. There hasn't been any tests. He just, 
he's been on what he said is the dead list and, and the angels haven't made the athletic trainer available. And there's no information on a guy who is the most expensive player on this team and is under contract through 2026. John watching Shohei Otani play last night, knowing that we're going to have a conversation about Anthony Rendon was so frustrating because <laughs> Shohei Otani is doing everything that he can. He, he knew play. that he had a torn ACL before he came out to play game two, Mike. Yeah. Like- yeah. Torn UCL, torn UCL, UCL but, but even even Mike Trout, Mike Trout trying to fight his way back because he knew that that the team needed him, right? And here's Anthony Rendon, who's making a ton of money, and he's just been sitting around doing nothing. He's missed 119 games this year, and let's say that he's out for the rest of the year. John, he's made 28 million dollars yeah. just for sitting on the bench, and quite frankly, it's just a a big waste of money. And you and I have talked about Rendon. And we've talked about Rendon in the context of when he's in the lineup, the stats show that he actually helps this team with runners in scoring position, which is where they've really, really struggled. Mm-hmm. We have we have defended him being in the lineup, even when he does terrible in the lineup, because it has helped the team. Just like Zach Neto in this lineup has helped the team win, Rendon's helped with runners in scoring position. But we haven't defended the fact that he has been a big giant waste on this team yeah this contract specifically well and, and you go back 2021 and 2022 i think coming into this season it was like man you can't help you can't help a hip issue you can't help a wrist issue and and the nice thing was that he didn't say anything and and that's why i think that you and i would take the time to say okay well you know let's give him another chance in 2023 obviously yeah. when he's in the lineup he helps contribute to this team and da 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 and now He's playing this little cat and mouse game with the media and doing all these things and just yeah. like the the most horrible attitude. That Super you can immature. Have about- it doesn't come across as a mature individual right. at all. Exactly. And so it's just it's absolutely ridiculous that we're sitting here wondering what his status is. I mean, we said it a couple of weeks ago, Mike. Like, I don't think the Angels have any plans to uh, incorporate him. Like when they were. On a, on a winning trajectory, it yeah. was like, I don't think they're considering Anthony yeah. Rendon in their plans at all. And and obviously, that's how it's worked out. I mean, good grief, man. Everybody takes a foul ball off the shin, and and he's got a bone bruise. And you talked about Jesse Chavez and having a micro fracture. Like, okay, is it on the Angels' medical staff? Are they not seeing something there? Right. Um, at the same time, like, he hasn't made any progress. He hasn't done anything on the field. Like, then what's he doing? He's sitting yeah. on the bench. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to like, does, does anybody in this whole freaking organization know what's going on outside of their own little bubble? It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous to me. It all starts at the top. We talked about the demons on this team. It all starts with clueless Artie, Mike. It starts mm-hmm. with Artie Marino at the top and it works its way on down. We had a great, we had a great voicemail come in and uh, I'll just save time and share it. The guy took his daughter, it was Ron from Simi Valley, took his daughter to the team store. All the jerseys are Trout, Rendon, and Otani. He said, who's buying Rendon jerseys other than his own family? But it just goes <laughs> to show you, like, that's the marketing machine of John Carpino and Artie yeah. Marino. I'm getting off the topic here, but I'm trying to make the larger point that, like, no, nobody seems to care. Nobody, yeah. Like, do you guys remember that you play baseball? Do you remember that you own a baseball team? Because that's what people show up for. They don't 
show up to play these little games and da 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 da. It's like, yeah. who, does anybody have a clue in this entire Angels organization other than Perry Manassian and, and Shohei Otani at the end? Yeah, of the- Johnny, Man. if I'm the Angels, if I'm Perry Manassian, I'm 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 putting three words after Rendon's name, and that's DFA. I'm I'm sending him away, and I know Seriously. I know that it's a lot of money. And I know that there's a potential of him actually maybe going and playing somewhere else and maybe being healthy, which yeah. according to the Angels, that'll probably happen, right? He'll go to the Yankees and he'll be a star yeah. third baseman yeah. and he'll find it again. Right. But but do we even care about that anymore? It's the attitude, man. It's the attitude that just is terrible. And the fact yeah. that he has just been kind of like, oh, I'm on the dead list and I'm not here and kind of playing around with Angels media. And it that's it's just stupid. It's yeah. stupid and and it's and it, it that's that's the attitude in this dugout in the in this clubhouse that just sucks. That's gotta change which I think does start at the top with Artie, but I also think it's got to change with Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin is Jim Tom Sula for, for 49er fans. <laughs> and he was a terrible coach that happened after Jim Harbaugh was fired. Phil Nevin has no idea what he's doing, and, yeah. and he's created a really terrible culture here. And you can't answer for your own players. Like, what the heck is the guy doing on the bench and, and, and telling the media, like, uh, depends on which day you ask him. It comes yeah. and goes. He hasn't done yeah. any work. Like, give me a Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, the Angels have a day off, and then they're going to play on Friday at 4.10. You can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Getting hot in here, Mike. I got, they got me all fired up. I'm emotional <laughs> about Shohei. The Angels are taking me off. What am I supposed to do here? All right, listen, uh, friends, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we want you to reach out to us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a voicemail call on our voicemail line, 714-409-6396, because we'd love to hear from you and uh, get back to you. So until tomorrow's show, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here for Fan Mail Friday.